know why your mom and dad gave you your name? Are you named after someone in the family? Perhaps an aunt or an uncle? Or a grandparent? Do you know if your name has a special meaning or if it comes from a particular country? Hello everyone, and Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. Well, I'm sure most of you know at least a little bit about your name and why you were called that by your parents. It is said that the first act of loving someone or something is to name it. And today's episode is an encore episode that originally aired last March. It's one of our most popular episodes about a girl and her mum who have to guess the name of a horrid fairy in order to save their pig who's sick. It's really a Scottish version of a story I'm sure you all know, a Rumpelstiltskin. Remember that wee fellow had a very strange name indeed. And thanks to all of you who have been rating, reviewing and sharing this podcast with others. We're so grateful for you for sharing the name of our podcast, Journey with Story. Now, let's take an encore journey with Whoopity Story. Oh, there might be a few Scottish words here that you're not familiar with, but you should be able to guess the meaning pretty easily, I think. Long, long ago, in a cottage high on a hill, lived a poor widow who was called the old wife of Kittle Rumpet and her daughter, Kirsty. They lived a simple life with just enough wood to put fire on the hearth and just enough milk and bread to have a meagre supper of an evening. But they did own a handsome pig by the name of Truffles, who was ready to have picklets any day now. But one morning, when Kirsty went out to fill Truffle's trough, she found the poor beast on its back, groaning and moaning with its trotters up in the air. Mum! Mum! cried Kirsty. Come quick! Poor Truffles is in a bad way! The old wife and Kirsty knelt down and tried to make the poor beast more comfortable, offering her tiny sips of water and stroking her behind her ears just the way she liked. But it was no use. Truffles grew weaker and weaker with every passing minute. Her breaths became slow and laboured, and poor Kirsty and her mum feared for the worst. Together they sat on the knocking stone outside the cottage and wept for their poor Truffles, but also for themselves, for those piglets would have given them some much-needed extra money to put more food on the table and wood on the fire. Suddenly, they noticed someone coming down the road. A strange-looking body with the shape of a woman with the walk of a laddie. As she got closer, the old wife noticed her clothes. She was wearing a green velvet dress with a bonny crisp white apron and on her head a big tall bonnet made of beaver. She was holding a big staff too, which really was odd. To the old wife of Kittlerumpet's surprise, the strange woman walked right up to her and said, 
Now don't you bother telling me what's wrong, because I ken all about it. I ken all about you being a widow, and I ken all about how your pig's not well. So what if I told you that I could fix that pig? <gasps> could you really fix my pig? said the old wife. Oh, if you could, that would be just wonderful, because at the moment I feel like the most unfortunate soul on earth. Very well, I can make your pig better. But what will you give me in return? said the strange woman. Oh, I'll give you anything at all, said the wife, bowing low to the ground in a deep curtsy and ready to kiss the hem of her gown. No, 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 screeched the woman. None of your kissing and curtsying. Let's just wet thumbs in the bargain. And so Kirsty's mother and this green lady licked thumbs and pressed them together. Then the green lady demanded, Now let me see your pig. She stepped into the pigsty, looked in her bag and took out a wee bottle which contained a black liquid and shook three drops into the pig's ears and snout. No sooner had she finished than the pig jumped up onto its wee trotter straight away and trotted off to the trough where she began to gobble up her food as if nothing at all had ever been amiss. Oh, thank you ever so much, said the old wife of Kittle Rumpet. Now what can I give you in return for curing our darling truffles? Food? Drink? Clothes? Ah, oh, no thank you, said the woman. You will not find me greedy, all I ask. All I demand is your wee lassie. My lassie? cried the old wife. Oh, you cannot take her. But you said I could have anything I liked. Oh, but not my wee bairnie, wailed the old wife. And she began to weep and wail, wringing her hands in despair. For now she knew she had struck a bargain with a fairy. A deal is a deal, a promise is a promise, said the green fairy. You promise me anything, so I shall take your wee bairn. The old wife of Kittle Rumpet could barely believe her ears. What kind of a person takes a bairn away from his mother? How could she save her wee lassie? And she started to wail and weep and howl with grief and sorrow. Your wailing won't help you, said the green fairy, but I can tell you by fairy law I cannot take your daughter until three days from now, and even then I cannot take her if you manage to guess my name correctly in three tries, but you will never guess it. With that, off she whirled with her big staff and disappeared down the hill. The old wife of Kittle Rumpet didn't know what to do. She sat down and tried to think, but all she could do was weep. And so she wept and wept for two days and two nights until her tears ran dry. And then, on the third morning, she had an idea. She rifled through cupboards and drawers until she found a big book of names that she began to read page after page. Oh, maybe Elsa is the green fairy's name. She wondered, or Vary, or Poppy, or Prunella. 
She kept turning page after page and so absorbed was she in her task that she never noticed Truffles stealing out of her sty and running down the hill. But Kirsty did. Truffles, she cried. Come back, come back. But Truffles paid no heed. Through the forest she ran, across a stream she swam, and finally into an old quarry hole she clambered with Kirsty close on her trail. Then Kirsty heard the whirring of a wheel, and there before her was a strange green woman with a staff. It was the cunning fairy who had visited them, for sure. She was sitting there, spinning on a huge spinning wheel, and as she spun, she chanted, Little does her old wifey of Kittle Rumpet Ken, that whoopity story is my name. Little does her old wifey of Kittle Rumpet Ken, that whoopity story is my name. Kirsty pressed her finger to her lips as she stroked Truffles' snout, whispering, Come on now, Truffles, let's go tell Mum the green fairy's name. Kirsty and Truffles carefully made their way out of the quarry, over the stream and into the forest, but suddenly a huge green dust cloud swirled by them. It was the green fairy who whirled by them all the way to the top of the hill, where the old wife was still sitting on the knocking stone, reading her book of names. Good woman of Kittle Rumpet, she cried. It is time to hand over your bairn to me. A bargain is a bargain. Oh, could I not have a guess at your name first, said the wife. I suppose so, but you'll never guess it, said the fairy. Is it Willow-Wisp Woman? asked the old wife. <laughs> no, it's not, laughed the fairy. You'll never guess it. Is it Tittle Tattle Tottle? Not even close, said the fairy. And that's two tries you'd use, only one left. Just as the poor wife opened her mouth to give another wild guess, Kirsty came bounding up the hill. Mom! Mom! She panted. Don't you know? This green lady is none other than Whoopity Sturdy. The fairy turned as white as a sheet, leapt into the air and screeched with fury as off she whirled down the hill in a green plume of rage. <laughs> Kirsty and her mum did a jig of joy. But where is Truffles? asked the old wife, looking around. She must still be trying to follow me home, said Kirsty, and off they went in search of her. They found her at the very bottom of the hill, but she was not alone. There were three baby pigs squealing at her side. Kirsty and her mum did another jig of joy, and then they sat down to decide what name to give Truffles three wee babies. And when they decided on Snouter, Squealer and Stubble, off they went to tell their neighbours the story of Whoopity Story, just as I have told you 
here. Wasn't that nice to see how Kirsty and her mum were able to save their lovely pig and all of her little babies? If this episode painted any pictures in your mind, do send us your drawings to www.journeywithstory.com and don't forget to include your name on it so we can share it with others. I wonder, if you had to name some baby piglets, what names would you choose? That might be fun to discuss with your friends or your family now, after listening to this story. Cheerio then, join me next time for Journey with Story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas. <laughs>